Welcome to Heart Our Minds with Dora Lee. In today's episode, going off of the month of February, which is self-love is a topic for this month, I want to do a check-in with you and find out where you are, what you are pouring into, what things are you giving your energy to, and help you hopefully redirect and focus your energy into pouring back into you. So let's have this conversation. It's going to be filled with tips and tricks on how to get yourself back. So grab your drink, your water, your coffee, whatever it is that you are sipping on, and let's chat. Remember that saying that you need to put on your own oxygen mask first before you can help your neighbors or your partners? Like if you've ever flown before, you've heard this a million times. Like there's a flight attendant, they stand in front of you, they have this whole super funny, I love to watch their hands, dramatic like overview of how the airplane works and how the equipment works. And they demonstrate the oxygen mask falling from the sky, which is literally the compartment above your head. And how you need to put it on over your mouth before you even think about looking at your partners. And the reason why is because you cannot save someone else if you are struggling for air. You cannot help someone else from breathing or drowning if you are flailing and struggling for the same thing that they need. It is so important that we keep this in mind in our everyday lives because many of us think or feel or we have been conditioned to constantly give into others, pour into others, offer our time, offer our energy, offer our money, our space, whatever it is that we offer into them in order to be good people. But really what we are doing is we are stretching ourselves out thin. We are pouring from empty, empty cups. And here's where I want you to think about this for a minute. I want you to pause, pause right here. And I want you to think about yourself in your life. I want you to think about the things that you have been doing lately in the past few weeks, in the past few months. What has your 2024 looked like so far? Has it looked like you pouring into your own goals, into the things that you wanted? Or does it look like you running around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to make sure that people around you stay happy, stay afloat, stay supported. Just take a pause and think about that. Where's your energy flowing? While you're doing that, there are three questions that I'm going to be asking you. It's the who, the what, and the how. I want you to think about this as you ponder where where your energy has been flowing. Who are you pouring into right now? Who are you pouring into? Picture people in your life like glasses of water. You are a gallon jug of water. You are a Costco size gallon jug of water. Now picture empty glasses in front of you. Make one of those glasses, make one for each of the people that you pour into daily. So when I think about my own glasses, I think about my husband, that's one, my two daughters, that's two, that's three, and then I have a dog, that's four, and then I also have clients that I meet with on a daily basis, so that can be about eight or nine. So that's about nine empty glasses in front of me on a daily basis. I am one gallon of water. If I pour into each glass water 
the equal amount or more depending on what people need because you're going to pour more into others depending on where they are. I pour a lot into my clients. I pour a lot into social media, into my content, into helping people feel better. So that's going to take up a lot of my water. At the end of it, I want you to visualize looking at your gallon of water. How empty does it look? Because here's where the honest truth comes in. Here is where we see, oh my gosh, I am pouring into everyone else, which is what I do on a daily basis, but who pours back into me? Your gallon is staying empty daily, in the morning, and in the night. It's staying empty. You pour and you pour and you pour, and at the end of the night, it stays empty. And then you wake up tired and groggy with migraines. Maybe you your hair is falling out. Maybe you have gut issues. But our body, remember, like that book, it keeps score. It keeps score. It does. It does not forget. Your mind might be go, 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 go all day long. But your body cannot keep up with your mind. Here is where that burnout is. Here is where that self-awareness and self-reflection needs to come from. Here is where you need to say, I pour into other people, but I do not pour into myself. Also, because I'm all about independence and I'm all about asking for help as an act of self-love, but I also do not want you to feel hostage to other people pouring into you. Here's what I mean. If you pour into people, do it because you want to. If you're making dinner, if you're making plans, do it because you want to, because there are no strings attached to it. Don't do it because you expect someone else to show up for you. This is setting ourselves up for false expectations and broken hearts. So now think about this. As I say this, are you expecting someone else to pour into you? Are you saying things like, well, I did this for you today and I did that for you today and I made dinner for you today and I went to the grocery store for you today. Are you saying those things because you want them to do it back for you? Because sometimes people cannot pour into us the way that we need. And we should not project our needs onto others. We should not make other people responsible for fulfilling and pouring into us when we need it. So here is where you can take back control is either you can one, ask for help as an act of self-love for you and really communicate your needs and honor yourself that way. Or you can flip it and pour back into yourself. You can make an assessment of what your needs are. Do you need community? Do you need connection with friends? Do you need flowers? Do you need to go and spend time outside? Do you need the sun? Do you need to get your nails done? Do you need to read a book, a fun book? Like what are some things that you need? At the end of this podcast episode, I'm going to share with you a few of my tips of what I have recently done and hopefully they can help you. But I also want you to think about your specific unique style and what you need in order to thrive. So now for the what. What are you pouring into? I want you to think about this because this happens a lot. Many of us pour into the wrong 
things. Many of us pour all of our energy into social media. Keep track of how many hours you spend. Keep a mental note on how many hours you spend on TikTok, on Instagram, on Netflix, on YouTube, just mindlessly watching. Because remember, those apps were built to keep you addicted or stuck to them. They get paid. They get big dollars to get your eyes stuck and glued to their app. So think about what you are pouring into. Is it serving you? Also, give yourself a break. You cannot expect yourself to stare at a screen all day long, then disconnect and go back to your life. Those two realities get blurred. Real life is when you close the screen and you see human beings with pulses and blood racing through their veins around you. That's your real life. Fantasy life is watching other people live their own fantasy life of what they've created because social media can be fake. And so think about that in that sense, because sometimes we pour into the wrong things, then we wonder why we feel depleted at the end of each day. And this does not have to be just to social media. This can be pouring into negative friendships. Maybe you have some friendships in your world that are just draining your energy. Maybe you're surrounded by negative coworkers or negative family members. Are you pouring into them? Are you spending a lot of time trying to convince them to see their worth? Are you spending a lot of time giving them the same advice over and over again? Because that's also unnecessary pouring. Because most of the time, some people are dumpers. They're emotional dumpers. Maybe you're an emotional dumper. Maybe you walk up to someone or someone that you love and just like regurgitate all of the pain that you've been feeling for that day. And I'm not saying this because I want you to judge yourself. I'm saying this because I want you to build self-awareness and really come up with some tools to help you stop this pattern of dumping and not ever having a clear action plan on how to change your life. And then the how, the how, which kind of relates to the what, right? How are you spending your time? Are you being busy or are you being productive? This is so confusing for a lot of us. A lot of us think that we are there, that we're being productive, but really we're just doing busy work. Sometimes I know that for me, I can get stuck in this vortex of living and working from home, of working on chores all day, of staying busy with laundry, staying busy with dishes, but I'm not necessarily being productive towards my business. I'm not, I'm not being productive towards my mental health. I'm not being productive towards my physical health because I'm busy with little mundane tasks. So think about this for you. Are you spending your time being busy into little things that don't really bring you full joy. Yes, chores and all of those things are important, but you can also put a hold on those and really go and dive into things that make you feel like you are productive for the day. Planning out your goals, planning out your uh, future plans, thinking of action steps to take towards your goals, executing those action steps towards your goals, Think about this in a sense of, am I being busy or am I being productive? 
So here are some things that you can do now that you've taken that assessment of the who, what, and how. Really think about pouring back into yourself through self-care. Really think about taking a brain break. Learn to pay attention to your mind. If it is blocked, do not force it. I see so many of us and people in my own personal life who have this task at hand. Say you need to finish a project for work and you do not know you're stuck. You have writer's block. You don't know where you're going. You don't know how you're going to finish this project. You're just spinning your wheels, staring at the screen over and over again. This is not productive behavior. If you feel like you are stuck on something, take a 10 to 15 minute break, walk away, take a walk, go outside, get some air, but do not sit here and force yourself to stare at a screen until it gets done. Because this, my friends, comes from that perfectionist mindset of I'm not going to leave my chair until it's perfectly done. That is not productive. And sometimes you need a break to tap into the spiritual side of you, which is where that inspiration lives, that creative side where inspiration lives. Sometimes when you take a break, signs will come up, things will happen, and they will reignite your brain into coming up with something beautiful for your project. But staring at a screen, like refreshing the screen over and over, waiting for it magically to start working is not helping you. And I recently saw my husband do this. I love you. I know you're listening to this, babe, but I just have to share this because I can see the frustration and this is a learned skill that I had to learn and then practice and then make it a habit. But I've recently saw like him working on a project on his computer and it was frustrating because like the pages weren't loading, the things weren't happening. Um, he wasn't able to input some information because nothing was staying. It was it was like a glitch in the system. I don't know what was going on. But the frustration and watching him sit there for like an hour, I thought, like, I even told him, you need to take a break. Like, take a break. Leave it alone. Come back to it in 10 minutes, and I promise you it'll be better. But it's just the idea of getting over that perfectionist. No, I'm not leaving till it's done. So I totally understand but it honestly affects us in ways that we don't realize and it wastes our time too. I also want you to change your perspective on healing and yourself as a whole. I want you to think about healing as being a trifecta. Healing is a trifecta. It is made up of spiritual, mental, and physical health. That is what makes a strong person. If you're only focused on your mental health, self-help books, all of the things, awareness, and you're not really worried about your connection to God, universe, whatever that looks like for you, you are not going to be whole. You're going to feel stuck. If you're only worried about your physical health, you're at the gym, you're doing the things, but you're not worried about your mental health or your physical or your spiritual health, you're not going to feel whole. You need to be able to pour into all three. Even if you move for 10 minutes, I always tell people half a mile is better than zero miles. Walking five minutes is better than walking zero minutes. Like do it half ass, like half ass, whatever you got to do until you do it right. Until you feel good about it. Just build a habit, a minute a day, two minutes a day, 
I don't know if you guys have ever read that book, Atomic Habits by James Cleary, but he talks about just chunking it into little pieces of your day so it doesn't feel so overwhelming because the whole point is to build a habit, not to make it perfect, but just incorporate it into your life so it feels natural to you. Now, steal Coach D's tips. These are my tips. These are the things that I personally do to help myself and to pour back into myself. Whenever I'm feeling down or I'm feeling stuck, I will help someone. I will go live on the internet and I will help someone. I know that not everyone has a platform, so this is not realistic for a lot of us. But helping someone can be at the grocery store. It can be walking down the street and you see someone who needs help and just offering it. It can be making a phone call and asking someone in your world, hi, how are you? What do you need? How are you feeling? Is there something that you need help with right now? Can I take a load off of you? Just helping someone genuinely raises your vibration. It is such a beautiful feeling that I want you to try it and I want you to see how you feel. Another thing that I do is I buy myself flowers. I legit buy myself flowers. I do not wait for my husband to show up with flowers. He's amazing. He's incredible. He is not the most romantic person. He's not as thoughtful as I am, but he loves me in different ways that are thoughtful and that I don't think about. And so I don't use that to hurt him like I used to in the past. I feel like I used to have all of these expectations of what my happy marriage would look like, of what our relationship would look like, but I love and honor him for all of the ways that he loves and honors me, and I love and honor me for things that I like, and buying myself flowers at the grocery store, cutting them up arranging them, sticking them in the center of my table, and then watching them as they bloom brings me so much joy that I don't necessarily wait for anyone, him or anyone else to do it for me. I will buy myself the flowers. Also, I just started reading a fun book. Read a fun book. I spend so much time teaching and educating you and helping you grow and helping you heal that sometimes I can get lost in learning all day, every day. My podcasts are all learning. My books are all learning. Um, I'm, I'm in a few courses like trauma training with Dr. Gabor. Everything is all learning and learning that sometimes I forget to tap into my creative side. And recently I started to read a book that was fiction and had nothing to do with learning. And I love it. So pick something that doesn't always have to engage your brain. It can just be fun stuff for you. Another thing I like to do is when I'm out in public, I make sure that I make eye contact with people and then I smile. Whenever I feel down, and I want you to pay attention to yourself too, whenever you feel down, more than likely you are looking at the ground and you're not your smiley, bubbly self. For me, when I am not in a good place mentally, I will not make eye contact, nor will I smile. So I make it an intentional thing to look people in their eyes and smile at them. It's unexpected because when we lock eyes for that split second, it's like, who's going to do it first? The stranger might be like, what is she looking at? And then me, I'm thinking, hi, I'm smiling at you. And then they smile back. And it's this like natural human connection because we are honestly all living in this human experience 
we forget though, because we feel like we're alone, especially when we're hurting. So make it a point to meet a stranger's eyes on the street, at the grocery store, at the mall, at work, wherever, and just smile. It's going to make you feel better and it's going to turn your day around. So I hope that these tips have been helpful. I hope that you see that you can take back control and start to pour into yourself and love on yourself the way that you love onto others. You deserve it. You deserve all of the things. And um, until then, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Heart Our Minds with Dora Lee. I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that you change your perspective on how you view who you are pouring into, what you are pouring into, and how you are pouring into them because a lot of us are burnt out and we don't even realize it. And then we go into numbing and then comes the guilt and then comes the shame. It's such a cycle, my friends. So let's break free of it. Let's make February your month to love on yourself and know you do not need to have a partner to love February. You can celebrate yourself on Valentine's Day because let me tell you, some of these Insta couples or these TikTok couples that are showing you all of this crazy stuff of like, go shopping with me at Prada for the day are not even happy. The more people document their lives, the less happier they are. Can you imagine? Like, think about it. Think about it. Think about having a nice dinner, but feeling like you have to document it first. That just seems like way too much pressure and it takes away from the moment. So please do not compare your life to other people's lives on social media because we don't know what happens behind closed doors. So again, thank you for listening. If you have not done so already, please take a pause, go down into the review section of this podcast, rate and review it, write me a comment, I would love to read it on the air. And as always, connect with me over on Instagram. I will put all the links below. And let's make February our month.